What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, church family, Brad White, men's pastor here at New Vision. I'm excited to be with you today as we continue our podcast Today, I'm going to be reading from Mark chapter 2, starting in verse 1 through verse 11. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside of the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four men. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowds, They made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, he took his mat, he walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. I absolutely love this story for so many reasons. First off, can you imagine being at this house when all this went down? Or even more so being the person whose house this was. All of a sudden, there's this big group of people gathered, and then there's noise and digging, and stuff starts falling, and then there's a massive hole in your roof, and then a guy is being lowered down from the ceiling. What these friends knew and believed was that Jesus was the guy to heal their friend. They saw his physical need, and they knew that Jesus could heal their friend. This physical need really relates to struggles that we deal with. For many people, fear, anxiety, alcohol, anger issues, rage, pornography, or something else. For me, pornography was an issue for many years. It was something that really consumed me. And when the world sees an issue like pornography, fear, anxiety, alcoholism, we want to jump in and help. We want to fix it. Maybe it's with counseling, with medicine, with some other form of therapy. I want you to think about an iceberg. An iceberg, according to science, only the top 10 to 30% is visible to us. The rest of the iceberg is actually underneath of the water. And so these behaviors that we see and that we show are really the tip of our iceberg. So pornography, addiction, alcoholism, whatever it might be that is your vice, the thing that you struggle with, that's what is seen. That is a behavior. Now at the very bottom of the iceberg of who you are is what we would call a belief or an identity. And it is out of our beliefs and out of our identities that our behavior is driven And so a lot of people will look for quick fixes to deal with whatever it is that they're struggling with as far as sin is concerned, these hurts, habits, and hangups. But what ends up happening is this unwanted behavior just continues to surface 
because we're dealing with it at a top of the iceberg level instead of dealing with it at the bottom of the iceberg, instead of dealing with it at the source, which is where our beliefs lie. We focus on the behavior, behavior modification, which is a good thing, but it's not ultimately the best thing. Ultimately, the best thing is for us to have a true identity of who we are and to understand who we are in Christ. And so another thing that I love about this story is Jesus, when he sees this man, he sees his physical need that needs to be met. But what does he say to him first? He says, you're forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Instead of saying, hey, you're healed, I see the physical ailment. I see the behavior. I see the thing that the world says is wrong. He goes straight to the bottom of this guy's iceberg. He goes straight to his identity, and he says, your sins are forgiven. See, this is what the man ultimately needed was healing from the deepest place of himself. And then from there, we see Jesus step in and meet the man's physical need. I want to focus the rest of our time on verse 11 because something really fascinating happens. Verse 11 says this, get up, take your bed and go home. So Jesus has healed this man and then he tells him, hey, take your bed and go. Well, why is this fascinating? Jesus has healed him. This guy doesn't need this bed anymore. For so many years, this guy had been laying on this bed. He had been laying on this mat as he begged in the streets. And people could look at this mat and they could identify this guy. They knew him. They knew that he normally laid in the street in this certain area. But when people saw the mat, they knew who it belonged to. So this mat had really become a part of this man's identity. People were able to identify him because of the mat. So when people saw this man after he had been healed, they recognized him. They saw him. They saw him carrying this mat that Jesus had told him to carry and take with him. And I'm guessing the conversation went something like this, like, hey, you're the guy who used to lay on the mat, right? Like, weren't you paralyzed? And I could just imagine this guy responding saying, yeah, you know what? I was the guy who laid on the mat, but then I had this encounter with Jesus. And let me tell you what he did. I laid on the mat, but I had an encounter with him. And because of this encounter, I carry this mat now. And so this mat had been this dude's identity. It had been his support and his security for so long. And then it became that thing that pointed people towards the work of Christ in his life. You see, for me, I'm a lot like this guy in the story. For so many years, my identity was wrapped up in my addiction. People saw me as a guy who struggled with pornography and wanted to talk about that struggle. But then I had this interaction with Christ where he comes to me and he says, Brad, your sins are forgiven. And he says to me, hey, I want you to take your mat and I want you to go home. And so for me, I carry the mat of pornography with me every single day because I want to use it as a way to point others towards the healing work that only God can provide. All of us have a proverbial mat. We have that thing that we've gone to, that thing that has really been a false identity for us. And then Christ has come into your life if you're a believer and has redeemed you from those things. And really the question is this, like, will you allow God to get glory out of something that was a false identity? Will you humble yourselves and say, you know what? Alcohol used to be a struggle for me, but let me tell you how God has redeemed that. You know, rage, anger used to be a struggle for me, but I had this encounter with Jesus and he helped me understand who I am in him. God wants to use that thing that tripped you up, that darkest, deepest secret that you've carried for so long to bring himself glory. He wants to use your story to impact the kingdom. The question is, will you allow him to use you? Will you take your mat and use it 
to bring him glory. God, we love you. Thank you for the chance to be in your word. Thank you for this story that reminds us that it is all about you, God, that our story of redemption is one that's meant to be shared and meant to be used to encourage and to draw others towards you. So we pray today that we would be bold and that we would carry our mat of struggle and what used to be shame to point others to the truth of who you are in our life. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.